What's up fam, it's D, and today we're gonna be covering the top five things that you can do to completely come out ahead in these crazy, crazy times. So you know what, let's just get right into it. You know what, today we're not gonna be paying the, you know, playing the normal um, intro, if you will. Um, look, I am totally stoked to be back into full swing. Um, I definitely do apologize. It's been like a week or two and a half weeks, rather that I did not post a podcast. I got sick. Um, went through this crazy roller coaster of ups and downs and whatever. Anyways, enough about that. I'm just stoked to be back with you. And look, um, inside of two things, one, my heart is absolutely with you. If you have type 2 diabetes, um, at the end of the day, this isn't about me. This is about one another, loving one another, supporting one another, and lifting each other up in ways that no one else ever has. So know right now that my heart is absolutely with you and that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms and don't ever let anyone take that from you. Now, let's get into something else. The other thing there is that, um, real quick, um, I do, I am going to be updating my 21 day, um, you know, uh, transformation challenge. Dude, huge shouts out to Chris Bonilla. Chris Bonilla, is a buddy of mine from high school who just kind of like saw some of my stuff on Facebook or even like I think uh, Instagram. He reaches out and he gives me this really transparent, just an honest guy, like awesome guy with an honest and transparent message saying, hey man, I'm like I'm like 300 pounds. My, I think his A1C he said was something like 11 or 13. That um, He's like on the, on the verge of having a heart attack. He's really scared. Anyways, I gave him the free 21 day blood sugar challenge and he told me in the first three days he dropped like 15 pounds. Phenomenal, dude. Like, and look, I'm not some cool guy inside of that. If you haven't seen it already, um, it's also on the main page, how to, you know, how to lose like, you know, 15 pounds or like, I think for me it was like 12 pounds um, or 11 pounds in three days without doing some weird hokey dieting thing. It's really just super simple, common sense basics. And I'm not some wannabe diet guru guy. I actually give all the credit to all the different people and the resources. And I also give you those resources as well. And it's all for free. It's bigger than me. This is really just about us loving on on one another and really helping each other in ways that no one else has. All right. So, and that also being said, full disclaimer, look, I am not a doctor. I'm not a diet guru. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a researcher. I'm just a guy who has type two diabetes. I'm a father. I'm a husband. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I just went through a lot of trials and tribulations through a lot of different diets just to find that there are really some simple, basic common sense steps that we can probably all take to get a grip on things. And not only that, know right now that any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. All right. Obviously, again, I'm not a doctor. I don't practice medicine. Look, I don't even practice Spanish and I definitely don't practice the guitar. So always make sure that any and all changes come from your doctor's care. I'm just being real honest in the hope that it inspires you. And I sincerely believe the faster that we lift and help one another out, the faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families, and the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I, we change the world together. All right. So Enough of today's gospel message. Let's get on to the uh, top five things that you can totally do and that can completely help skyrocket you in these crazy moments, these crazy times that we're going in, right? Like I am here in California. I'm on crazy lockdown. Um, they're also now telling us, um, you know, that the that we might actually have like limited shopping. It's really, really weird. Anyways, um, oh, and another heads up. 
If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Um, also, check me out on Instagram, my Facebook page, Life Over Type 2. And then I'm also going to be sharing some new love on YouTube. Okay, and then I actually have um, some interviews here that I actually want to release here. Um, I've had some issues with audio. Um, I'm going to have to actually like, chop up some of these, um, you know, these um interviews here because I was having issues with audio, but you know what? Credit to the people that were with me and doing them. I want to lift them up too, and I am going to be releasing that content. So let's get to thing number one. As simple as this is, okay? As simple as this is, this is probably something that we can all do that's like the small hinges that swings the big door, okay? And here's simply what it is. It is routine, Oh my goodness. Routine, routine, routine. The reason why I'd fallen off, obviously, not making the podcast, sure, I got sick, right? Inside of being sick, inside of this whole COVID-19 thing, I fell into some really negative patterns and I didn't even mean to, right? Next thing you know, like this time goes by and I fell right out of my normal routine, found myself in some other routine and hey, look, I'm wearing like sweatpants every day. Finally, the, the sun's coming out, so I'm back to board shorts every day. But um, yeah, it's a weird thing. I found myself like, man, like how am I going to get back to what I was just doing just a couple of weeks ago? And it almost felt like I had to like climb like Mount Everest to get back to where I was or even to come out ahead, right? And so here is the linchpin, okay? It is to, here's the secret, sounds goofy, start small. Okay, here's what I mean by that. Start small on things that are so, so small, so, so simple that you can embed them and bake them into your daily routine. And so for me, perfect example is that every single morning, I am now making sure that before I get up, the second that I wake up, before I even take the covers off my body, before I even lift my head out of or off the pillow, rather, that I spend a couple of minutes of quiet time, no more than five minutes. Okay, so if you've ever hit the snooze button, I'm talking like not even 10 minutes, a fraction of that. Okay, if you are, you know, someone that moves like 100 miles an hour, 100% the second that, you know, you get out of bed, no worries, set the alarm clock five minutes earlier. Okay, and whether this is prayer, whether this is, you know, um, visualization, whether it's a, a time of meditation, whatever it is for you. And for me, it's kind of like a little blend of all three, right? I'm literally just taking a couple of minutes every single day to give myself that little bit of quiet time, as goofy as it sounds, where I li- I'm literally just playing out a movie, um, you know, in my head as far as, you know, what's the day going to look like if I'm not doing a particular thing, right? Like, so I completely stopped, um, you know, exercising. Um, oh, quick heads up, by the way. Um, if you're, if we're not hooked up on, uh, you know, on social media, know right now that, uh, um, I actually fell off the boat. I completely fell off the boat. I'm actually documenting all this stuff um, on um, Instagram. I'm also going to be putting some stuff here on, um, you know, on um, on YouTube. I already have stuff as far as you know, getting back on the horse and all this other stuff. Those are on the regular times through these crazy times. Um, I'm actually walking through people on everything, how to like bridge the gap, um, how I'm actually able to drop, you know, um, you know, um, weight fairly quickly. A lot of that junk weight. If you ever slipped and went sideways, um, again all changes to any of your doctor or, you know, any of your diet, sleep, whatever, exercise must come from your doctor's care. I'm just being totally honest and upfront. Uh, but at the same time, I'm doing this because in these crazy times, things are a little bit different. Okay. 
So let's get back to that routine. Routine, routine, routine. Because again, they can go one way or another. They can be bad and they can be good. Okay? So I always start with something small. Okay? Something, something small. That something small is usually like the linchpin. And again, for me right now, five minutes. Okay? Five minutes. Because I did not, I was not exercising. Um, my ability to do like cardio and even exercise and uh, getting sore, I barely moved around. Speaking of which, um, on my Facebook page, you'll see it. Um, I did a really easy workout. If you want to do it, high five, right? Um, and to be totally honest, at the end of that workout, the next day, here I am in the video. If you actually see it, I'm like, don't work out until you're sore. And I actually walked, you know, talked about why and all this other stuff. Coincidentally, I was so out of shape that I got sore. Okay. So um, yeah, you know, we're all human, right? So at the end of the day, um, the good news is, is now that I'm watching myself in my head, like, hey, look, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm exercising again. It became kind of real to me, even though all I'm doing is playing this little bit of movie in my head. Okay. So again, start with things that are small. Okay. And bake them and embed them to where it's almost like the same way that we brush our teeth and get ready every day. It's the same way that, you know, we might tie our shoes a particular way. It's the same way where if you walked into the shower, you might notice that you have a pattern of doing everything from washing your body, shampooing your hair. You know what I mean? Like for me, I actually shave and brush my teeth in the shower. So probably for at least the last, I don't know, 15, close to 20 years, um, you know, that my wife and I had, had moved out of my parents here. When I'm in the shower, I have probably have the same routine since then. And at least the body washing part probably been the same since I was a kid. Okay. Simple, simple basics. This is the same thing. All right. So that now leads us into thing number two, which is do what you've been meaning to do. Okay. Now that you have the time now that like, so if you're in lockdown, okay, you're probably going to have the time one of two ways, if not three. So one, you probably don't have to like, you know, drive to work anymore. Okay. Um, you know, if you do, you'll notice that obviously your drive to work is probably way faster than it normally is. You know, my wife normally takes her like 40 minutes to get home. She's now getting home in like 10 minutes, right? So two ways, that's another 30 minutes and 30 minutes. She now has an hour extra every day for myself. I work now at home. Okay. I work now at home. And so it's like, Hey, like I have no drive. Okay, I have no drive whatsoever to go back and forth. Um, that makes things a lot easier, right? When it comes to having lunch, well, hey, I'm right here at the house. That makes things a lot faster. And so in that alone, I'm freeing up anywhere from like an hour, hour to like an hour and a half every single day without even doing anything, right? The reason why I say that is I, I went for a run there yesterday and I saw this lady doing what I now want to do and that I'm going to start doing which is she was simply in a chair. I went for a jog. She's in a chair. She's sitting in the sun and she's reading a book. Okay. How simple is that to go ahead, go outside, get a little bit of sun. Not, you know, you don't have to go to a public place. She's sitting in her front porch or like the front, sitting in the front of her house on a chair, right? Even if you don't have a chair in the front of your house, even if you just put like little headphones in and like, let's say you're listening to this podcast or you listen to like, you know, um, just like a music channel or like YouTube on your phone and you're just walking in circles under the sun, 
right? Getting that sun into the system, getting some oxygen into the blood, letting that oxygenated blood hit the brain. Let that just soak that love in like magic. Next thing you know, your energy comes up. Your mind's, your mind is in a completely different place. Um, you know, it's another like three, four, five levels up from, you know, versus like sitting on the couch. It's not even strenuous. And the next thing you know, you're like, whoa, like I'm in a completely different place mentally and physically just by doing something really small. Why? Because you've literally took the step in doing what you've been meaning to do. So that, my beloved friend, is one thing that I'm going to be doing, getting back into reading, getting a little bit more sun just for the sake of getting some sun, right? Um, there are some uh, clinical studies in regards to uh, you know the uh, the effect of vitamin D via the sun, um, you know, and our mood, right, and our um, our uh, our mental status. If you notice that in some places of the world, they actually have moon, or I'm sorry, sunlight type light bulbs, right? Um, because it without the sun, it can be very depressed. Um, obviously, places like you know um, Oregon, Washington. I think is it. I think is it Washington. Um, or is it Oregon, where they have so much rain that they have one of the highest, um, you know, rates of depression, and unfortunately, you know, one of the higher rates of suicide, um, you know, because of you know that thing. I forgot what the correlation is. Um, you know, please feel free to look that up. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely, I know for at least me, if I go for like a, just a five, ten minute walk in the sun, makes a huge difference. As simplistic as it sounds, makes a huge, huge different. So do what you've been meaning to do. If you've been meaning to paint, if you've been meaning to you know do like a Zumba class, salsa dancing, trying a new different type of food, playing with, you know, different type of exercise at the house. Look, let me tell you right now, right now is probably one of the ways or best times rather that we can actually spend a little more time and deeper dive into if you're a type two diabetic probably are if you're listening to this, right? Into like researching new stuff, like feeding our brain, empowering ourselves in ways that we've never been empowered before, right? Whether it's watching a video, reading some articles online, listening to a podcast like this, maybe reading some case studies, finding out what some of the different doctors and different practices are doing, right? At a higher level, Right. So, you know, how like all these different like diet gurus and stuff like that are like, hey, you know, in this case study, this in this case study, that like, you know, what was cool is what really kind of changed me and really kind of slingshotted me. And I don't really ever talk about this much. So let me talk about it real quick right now, because right now is probably a killer opportunity, phenomenal opportunity for you if you're not doing already. So I used to go and like, you know, listen to different, you know, uh, people um, sharing different ideas on, you know, like diet and stuff like that. And you'll find this across the board, right? And they're like, oh, hey, you know, like in the Journal of Medicine here or the Public Library of Science here and the, um, you know, um, the Library of the NIH here, they did, or, you know, like Duke University did this or whatever it is, okay? What you'll find is, is that it's awesome that they're highlighting a lot of these case studies, right? They're talking about the science, right? Which is awesome, right? Which is really, really cool, okay? I think what's to take that to a whole other level and not to to actually like not only lift up these people that are saying that stuff, but to take it to a completely different level, we can now actually go out because of things like the internet. We can actually just find those case studies, 
right? And actually find things like the NIH library and find things like the Public Library of Science, which are totally free. Um, I'll tell you right now, the NIH library is one of my favorites because you can actually go in there and then search. It's almost like another Google just for case study information, right? And here's the gold, okay? I'm stoked that a lot of these people talk about the case studies, just like I do, just like probably anyone else does, right? But here's the cool thing. Inside of those case studies are is a lot of gold that like a lot of folks don't even talk about. Okay, don't even talk. For example, when I was doing keto, right, I would literally go into, and depending on the case study, the different people that write them, obviously, just like whether you're reading like, you know, books or, you know, comic books or articles, everybody has their own little writing style. And depending on who it's, um, you know, sponsored by or subsidized by or what the, what the, um, what the agenda is and how it's trying to be fulfilled, um, some folks, you know, it's, it's a little bit lighter, it's a little bit vague. Some people are trying to sound way cooler and they get all crazy dense and all the rah-rah or whatever. But some of these case studies are so transparent. They're literally talking, for example, when I was doing, you know, keto in the very, very beginning stages, and this is what really kind of like changed things for me, um, you know, I, I started with, you know, standard macros, Right. You're like, you know, 5% carbs. Um, I think it's like 20 or 25%, um, you know, protein and the rest is fat. Right. And, you know, if you've done it for a while, you've kind of kind of come to the conclusion that, you know, obviously it works really good and it can be very effective. And, you know, if we're being really, really honest, because we don't really necessarily know the direct correlation with our body until we start testing that out. It's kind of like you get so far and it's kind of like, you know, generic macros, generic, um, you know, results. You know, not nothing ne- negative about the um, ketogenic diet, but obviously everybody's body is a little bit different depending on their age, depending on what their body, you know, responds well to. Some people are allergic to food, some people aren't, whatever, right? And what I found in these case studies, in some of these case studies, is not only did they give the exact foods, they gave the exact proportions, and then I was like, and they gave the exact, you know, like macro profile. And so now it was almost like going to what everyone else was doing, almost like going to, and everyone was like looking up to these different diet people and recognizing that these different diet people are getting their answers from somewhere way higher on the chain. I just bypassed all that stuff and you can too bypass all that stuff and read the, um, you know, read the case studies directly. And here's what's even better than that. Inside of that, depending on who it's written by in the conclusion section, You'll be able to see, or even sometimes even the body of the work, depending again on the um, on who's writing it, how they write it, and you know obviously the the uh, the detail that they include. I was able to find like what issues they were having, and I would see these issues, and I'd be like at the time I was in, in a million different Facebook books or Facebook groups at the time, and I would see all these issues that all these other people were having, and then I would see how these you know these people writing the case studies actually had the same issues. And then what you'll see inside of there is what adjustments they made, what, how they changed things. If they had to start all over, what would be the adjustments and the changes and the things that they would now do so they don't run into all those problems? It's like having the answers to a quiz before you even walk in the room, you know? And it was extremely empowering. Now, obviously, not everything worked at 100%, but... I'll tell you right now, it definitely made that journey 10 times easier than I probably would have, it probably would have ever made it for me before, 
you know? Um, not only that, it really made me appreciate the work of a lot of these people um, and a lot of these people in these different realms. Um, you know, and it actually kind of gave me the ability to kind of like appreciate the people putting in this work, um, you know, in the keto world, in the paleo world, and, and even in the vegan world. Um, you know, what I understand, it really kind of got me to understand that when different things work for different people, right? If the way that I now look at it, I've kind of like matured past the, you know, the old, my diet is better, like, nah, okay. you know what I mean? Uh, if I'm being really honest, really, really honest, and the reason why I take the approach that I do and that everybody, you know, something works different for everybody. And instead, if we started with the foundational pieces and essentially just test our way out or maybe just figure our own way out with some very simple, you know, very, very simple, um, you know, one, two, three step processes that pretty much anybody can do that our doctors are going to do anyway, but that we can shortcut the entire uh, learning curve in a way that we can find out what not only works for us, but more importantly, what's going to keep us happy, right? Because if somebody's like, hey, you know, eat, uh, you know, eat canned tuna and broccoli every single day, every single meal for the rest of your life, it's like, you know, we could probably give that to anybody and they're like, all right. And then like, they'll probably get phenomenal results. Right. And then it's only going to last so long before they either get tired of it, their body changes, right. We all get a little older um, or whatever. Right. And so by put, I I came to realize like, you know, putting myself in that box wasn't always going to last forever. Okay. And I kind of matured to a point now and that I now have this wide foundation. If, um, you know, obviously I don't want to get into all that, but yeah, at the end of the day, like, if you have type 2 diabetes, I'm now to a point where I sincerely believe with these foundational pieces, you can not only go in any direction, uh, which is I'm actually what I'm doing now um, with uh, the um, Instagram. I'm literally showing you how I'm able to eat everything from keto, zero carb, vegan, um, you know, Mediterranean, Mexican, American, random doo-doo in the, in the fridge. You know what I mean? Like just and be able to completely control my blood sugar 100% drug free, um, you know, as a testament to that. Um, you know, that's what I'm basically doing. And, um, I'm now to the point where, look, man, here's my sincerest belief. Okay. Let's say you and I meet somewhere. Okay. Let's say we're just in line. Let's say we're at Chipotle. I had to pick up, uh, you know, Chipotle for the, for the kids yesterday. And so let's say we're at Chipotle. Okay. Where there's all kinds of different options. Okay. And like, let's say you're going to do like, you know, no carb, you just get a whole bowl of meat or let's say you're doing vegan and you can put one of those together, whatever. Okay. And let's say we're in line and we're just, you know, we're just kind of hanging out there in line. We're smiling or whatever, social distancing style, <laughs> right? But we can't help but notice that we probably just are, you know, have a smile on our face and we're just waiting our turn in line. It's like, hey, you know, how you doing? Whatever. And um, you order your food. I order my food and we're sitting there. And as you're going through and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, and, um, and let's say I'm wearing a life over type two type shirt. Um, and you're like, hey, what is that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a type two diabetic. And what if you said... Oh yeah, me too. And then I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm controlling my blood sugar. And you're like, oh yeah, me too. And you're like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm drug free. And you're like, and you are like, oh yeah, me too. And I'm like, awesome. And I happen to have my kids with me, and you happen to have, you know, friend, family, kids, you know, uh, wife, husband, spouse, whatever. And you're we're we're sitting there, we're like, high five, dude. This is awesome, right? Look, if you're happy, you're free. You and I both have this metabolic condition, this disease, and we've kicked it in the face and we've knocked it down 
and we're free and we're happy. And like, I can see the love and the joy in your eyes. And I look at your, you know, your family or your friends or whoever's around you. And they have the same thing, understanding that you're with them instead of on your way going downhill. And we're both stoked. Like, why do I need to look at your plate? You know what I mean? Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't even matter, right? So anyway, do what you've meaning to do. Get into some of the, you know, just whether it be, you know, something small, start a little exercise, start a little bit more reading, start a l- like looking into that next step, whether it's going deeper in the food style that you're eating on, or if you're looking at and highlighting different tools that you can take from other ways of eating, right, that can supplement your you know, what your ultimate game plan can be or game plan can be, right? So for example, one of my favorite examples is, hey, look, like if we look at the benefits of an avocado, right? Like helps lower blood sugar, helps drive down bad cholesterol. Um, It's healthy. It's good and healthy fats, right? It also um, helps with the uptake of other fat soluble vitamins, vitamins like A, D, E, and K, right? The plant fiber helps, I believe it's either the small intestine or gut bacteria, whatever it is, like go ahead and Google all this stuff. Phenomenal, right? Good for the brain, good for the eyes, good for the heart. And at the same time, like nobody ever said that you had to be, you know, anti-meat eating Nazi to eat guacamole, right? You can eat that doing keto, you can eat that doing paleo, you can eat that doing vegan, you can eat that doing Mediterranean, you can eat that doing Mexican, you can eat that doing whatever, right? Super, super common sense. So, I mean, feel free to look at and do the things that you've always been meaning to do now that you have the time, okay? Here's another one. Uh, Thing number three is something that I sincerely believe that we can do right now that can not only like help, like empower us, but help us make a huge difference in our local community, okay? And here's what I mean. Um, number one or number three, what this is, number three is going to be saving money and then in turning your attention inward in one place so you can focus outward in another. Okay. And here's what I mean by that. Okay. So I sincerely believe, and I'm not going to talk about it more now about, you know, as far as, and I think this is just common sense where, you know, Hey, we're seeing economic times that we've never kind of seen before. Right. Um, I'm sure, you know, if you're anything like me, you've probably lived through the crash, you know, back in like 08 or whatever. It basically went through, you know, some hiccups or whatever, bottomed out. The market market had bottomed out like, you know, 2012 and then slowly kind of like, you know, trickled its way back up or whatever. Right. And then these cycles have happened. Um, you know, economic cycles are are regular. Right. So obviously we had like, you know, black, I think it's like is Black Friday or Black Monday 2000 uh, in the in the 80s. It was the dot com boom in the 90s. Real estate crash in the 2000s, and now obviously we have this, and this is different from anything because it's literally like everybody freeze, right? Anyway, what I'm saying here is that I sincerely believe, you know, coming out of this, when people like in the service sector, right, in the service sector, um, whether you are a waiter, whether you are, you know, a waitress, a dishwasher, somebody that works at a local Um, you know, dog hospital, a gym, a place where public service is given to the, or service is given to the public, a vast amount of these people have lost their jobs. A vast amount of them have had their hours completely severed, okay? And what I'm saying now is obviously a good time where we can, okay, say, hey, look, okay, we need to save some money at the same time when this thing, like, you know, 
hopefully the, the, the vaccine is, is, you know, comes across faster than ever. Um, only God knows when that's going to happen. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful in the fact that, yeah, it's going to happen here. We just need to, you know, give it some time. Obviously, we're in a, in a point where the numbers are high. You know, they're tapering off, supposedly. And, you know, only God knows where this is headed. But anyway, all I'm saying there is that, yes, when it comes, when, when the turn comes around, okay, and let's say the, even if the, uh, the, vac- the vaccine was to come out today, I don't see people, the vast majority of people, I should say, going out and just blowing money like they once did because there was such a constriction for so long, right? And that's totally normal. It's totally fine. That's how all economies work, right? Anyway, what I'm saying there is that here is probably the time where we can implement um, you know, um, being very, very conscious with our money two ways. Not that we have to ultimately be misers, you know what I mean? Or, you know, penny pinch every single thing. Although I do, if anyone knows me, I'm a pretty simple guy. Um, regardless of working in the finance field, I'm, I'm a pretty simple, straightforward person. Um, you know, I'm not all crazy, fancy or whatever. Um, and inside of that, okay, inside of that, I think now is the time where... Regardless of, you know, if you're on the um, middle class, you know, part of the rainbow financially, if you are, you know, no collar, white collar, you know, no collar all the way to the blue collar, all the way to the white collar and everyone in between. I think now is an opportune time where we can take, constrict and maybe like watch our cash flow, like watch our spending and invest it in something else. Right. So, for example, let's say you um, let's let's start with uh, one side of the scale. Okay, let's say right now you've got like you went from having a job and let's say you're in the public service sector where you might be a waiter, a waitress, a cook, and you have no job right now, no certainty on money or anything like that. Obviously, it's pretty common sense, right? Essentially, hold and constrict everything you got. Naturally, if you have something like laying around the house, junk stuff you need to get rid of. Obviously, try to liquidate it on like you know Facebook, you know Facebook Marketplace, um, you know maybe like you know Craigslist or whatever, offer up whatever it is, you know. Obviously, and then any money that you have coming in, you want to hold on to, whether it be for tomorrow, next week, next month, or a rainy day. Obviously, building at least a little bit of a safety net or just having cash in the pocket by any means. Okay. Um, let's say you were a little more up on the, let's say like, you know, middle class or whatever, you know, obviously, um, this middle class is a really big window, right? So this can be anything from, again, pocketing even more cash, just making sure that you are, you know, cash strong, um, whether it's, you know, um, in the house, in your pocket, maybe, okay. Maybe if you were like a lot of us, your investments took a huge haircut, okay. A night and day haircut. Right. So maybe you worked at the police force or maybe you worked at your job for quite some time and you had a 401k and then you just, you know, the whole Corona thing hit and it just took it sideways. Right. Maybe this time is a good time to call your financial advisor and say, hey, look, um, obviously people that made the most money made their money when the market is down, not at the peak of the market. So as much as it might suck right now, if you're at home, right. Whether it's taking time to like, you know, research, you know, things online about food, maybe take five to 10 minutes to research some things on the market. And if that's a little too much to, you know, to ponder, that's okay too. Maybe it's taking a five, 10, 20, 30 minute phone call 
with your portfolio manager or your stock advisor or maybe even who is managing for your company's 401k, whatever it is. Taking a couple of minutes to Google that and talking to them and saying, hey, look, we're in these times. Right now, here's what my stuff looks like. What are the moves that we're going to take to make sure to position ourselves that we make the most coming out? Because obviously, playing the same hard, playing the same card that like, you know, made me take a punch in the face and is making me taking a punch in the face right now. Maybe we want to change it. Maybe we don't. I'm not giving financial advice. However, asking questions and being proactive, okay, especially in these times, not only is it free, it could probably change your future forever. Okay. And obviously, you know, hey, if you're, uh, you know, if you're, um, if you are on the higher end, obviously you're probably very cash strong and you're probably looking at, you know, making um, investment opportunities, knowing that it's going to probably ride down. And then obviously, you know, again, people that capitalize on markets usually do so, um, you know, either on the way down or, um, you know, on the bottom, right? Anyway, um, number four, here's how, so now that we know how to, you know, maybe support ourselves internally, Let's go ahead, flip that on its head, and like, how can we now change the world? We're all kind of like so isolated. Like, we're, it feels so like we're trapped inside. Okay, so how do we flip that on its head? Okay, starting small and big or whatever. Okay, I would say number four, top, uh, you know, top thing number four, or the top five is going to be support your local small business. Okay, this beautiful country that I live in, America, and even if you're out abroad listening to this, I was super humbled. I mean, I've got people in like in India, the UK, Australia, Poland, um, um, I think Israel, like just, it trips me out to see that people are listening to me from all over the world. And thank you. This is like not about me. This is about you. So if you're listening to me, regardless of where you're from, whether you're like my family member or someone that I've never shook hands with and you found my podcast i don't even know how right um thank you okay this is for you i love you thank you like i'm just a regular dude okay so anyways is to support your local business this really kind of dawned on me two times okay and this is where you and i can totally flip the world on its head or at least play our part not only locally but also on a much bigger scale and personally, and one-on-one. Okay, I'm going to give it to you in the next two bullets here. So thing number four is to support your local small business. Now, this didn't really dawn on me until my son and I, we were getting dinner. Okay, we're getting dinner and we're in a plaza. Okay, we're in a plaza and we spin around and the entire plaza with I don't even know how many shops is completely shut down completely shut down, okay? This is everything from, you know, a dentist office, food places, a dry cleaner. Um, I mean, just everything, nails, eyebrows, um, everything. <clears throat> Pardon me there. A, uh, you know, a pet doctor, just a local, a small local pharmacy. Everything was shut down, even the pharmacy, which is really weird, okay? I don't know why. <coughs> Pardon me there. And... It really kind of bugged me out for a minute. I was like, you know, and not really in a negative way, but it really just kind of like smacked me in the face. I should say, I'm like, man, like, I told my son, I'm like, dude, here's what's weird. I'm like, pretty much all of these businesses, 
have employees. And not only do all these businesses have employees, but all these businesses rely on customers to not only help their employees, because think about it, right? Like the employees, they probably have rent or a mortgage to pay, right? They've got bills too. They've got electricity. They got gas. They got water, right? They probably have to eat, right? They probably got to buy gas for the car, right? They might even have a car payment, right? And then like, they, they might even need to like also eat, right? And I'm like, that's just them. What about the owner, right? And so we're looking around and here's what really got me twice. So we're looking at this place that does like eyebrows, right? Or eyelashes or eye threading, whatever it is, right? Where they basically yank, um, they shape your eyebrows with string, okay? Um, they, they pull them out or whatever. And so I'm talking to my boy and I'm like, dude, like, Look at this place, okay? It's wrapped in glass. And I'm like, look, you know, I, um, Southern California, that kind of real estate is not cheap, okay? So I'm like, all right, let's go on the low end. Let's say they're at four grand, okay? Four grand. Now, how much can you charge a person to pull eyebrows out with the string, okay? I'm like, uh, I'm thinking, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's more, but I'm figuring 40 bucks, okay? 40 bucks, no worries, 40 bucks, and I figure, you know, based on that, just the building alone is four grand. It's wrapped in glass, though. So when it's hot, they've got to have the AC crack, you know, cranking on high. When it's cold, they got to have the heater cranked on high. Um, you know, that doesn't count for, you know, like the, the, the electricity and the water or whatever. And normally, if we all know like that's how most businesses work, right? They got to front a lot of money. And I'm like, okay, bud, you know, hey, if at 40... At 40 bucks a pop, four grand, let's say, for the place, they've got to do about a hundred, okay, a hundred folks just to just to cover that. Um, you know, which is, you know, sounds like a lot, but you know, for something like that, and they have a bunch of chairs and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, well, they might do that in a weekend or maybe even a week. And then obviously, you know, every everything after that covers all the other bills, covers the employees. And then I stopped. I'm like, bud, like, you, even if we covered the employees, which we just covered, what if the owners are just like everyone else, right? What if they have a car payment? What if they have to eat? What if they have a puppy or a frog or a fish and they need to buy supplies for the pet, right? Like, what if they also have kids who go to, you know, karate or gymnastics or whatever, right? Like, um, my son goes to karate and he's doing it virtually, right? Obviously, the uh, these different places, again, local small businesses, they need to eat too. What if they need to go to Costco and like buy groceries? What if they need to buy water and toilet paper and, you know, pay a mortgage or rent or a car payment or their, their you know, their utility bills just like the rest of us? And Here's where it really hit me twice. That happened. And a couple of weeks go by. I'm not paying any attention. We're all in our own little isolated world right now. And earlier this week, I'm driving and I'm getting dinner. And I pull in and I didn't help but notice, but I'm on the back side of this eyebrow salon. And I see a sign on the outside. It's a nice metal um, sign holder with no sign inside of it. On the back side of the building, but there was just the one thing. 
And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe, uh, you know, I was thinking like, hey, you know, maybe these people are doing, um, you know, visiting people inside or going to their clients' houses. I don't know how this thing works, right? Um, so I'm like, okay, like, no big deal. You know, maybe they're just uh, doing whatever. I don't, I don't know. And um, I turned around and I go to the front of the building. It's completely stripped. The inside was stripped. That business is gone. And it's crazy. Normally when you walk these plazas and stuff like that, just like any other, you know, small town USA or whether you're in a city, whatever, it's classic, right? You kind of like walk by and these people are smiling. The customers are smiling. You know, sometimes in these eyebrow places, you'll see them reading a magazine. Someone's getting like their, you know, their eyebrows done or their nails done, their feet done. And everyone's like laughing and smiling or just having a good time. Maybe they're gossiping, whatever, right? They're having a little latte, whatever. Gone. And I say that because one of the small businesses that we support is my friend Akira. You know, my friend Akira is a martial arts instructor who was slated to take the, uh, you know, this U.S. national team to their first 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, Japan. The first time that the sport of karate was is going to be introduced to the Olympic Games. Now the 2020 Olympics are gone and they don't even know if they're going to have it in 2021. And aside from all that. He's a guy that pours his heart his heart out for his local community. He was, I think, awarded, you know, for helping, um, you know, um, people with you know physical incapabilities. Uh, if I'm saying that wrong, I apologize. Uh, but yeah, it was you know it was um, because he's trying to help in the Paralympics, right? He's trying to support the children, giving them like homework and after school programs, doing all this stuff. Wonderful dude, and. Thankfully, he's doing all right because he immediately went into Zoom and he's now doing you know classes for his students online and stuff like that. But not everybody can. And so what I'm saying is that for the local small businesses, whether it's, you know, hey, maybe it's your old taco shop. I'm going to be going to some of my old taco shops that I haven't been to for a while just for the sake of going there and supporting them. Just for the sake of making sure that, hey, man, through these tough, tough, jacked up times, if all I'm doing is buying a handful of tacos right now, hopefully it helps you. Hopefully it helps you. I would rather get off my cheeks and try to make that difference, feed my family, eat something good and help someone else all at the same time. How? By eating a silly, bloody taco, right? Whether it's doing that, whether it's going to a small eatery. What's funny is that there's a comedian by the name of Jimmy O. Yang his face, uh, his Instagram is funny Asian dude. He just got a, a writing job for Bon Appetit magazine. Okay, for Bon Appetit. Um, you know, if you don't watch them on YouTube, probably some of the best, uh, you know, video content on there as far as, you know, like making, uh, you know, making really good food. You know what he's doing? He's going to the local hole in the wall Mexican carniceria. And he's like, look at this. Okay, he's like checked and he's going there all the time. He's sharing his food. He's sharing like, you know, where he's going. He's sharing like, um, you know, the, all the different little like, you know, uh, little um, spices and all the little sauces he makes and everything. Okay, and he's getting it all from these little local ethnic stores. By the way, by the way, 
in these crazy times have some of the best options. When everything was hitting the wall, I'm used to getting everything from like, you know, uh, you know, Costco and Vons and Ralph's and whatever and pavilions and all this other stuff in between. And when everything hit the wall and all these options start to go out, okay, my, my buddy Joe, um, actually my boss, shouts out to Joe. He goes, D, you got to go to the ethnic places, dude. I go there and it was almost like Christmas. I was like, dude, this is awesome, right? Prices are awesome. The food is awesome. It's some obviously, depending on where you're used to shopping, it's going to be different. But no worries, right? We're all in this together. Okay, um, he's like, yeah, check this out, guys. They all have toilet paper and they've got carne, you know, carne asada. You know what I mean? Like, who doesn't like some good old fashioned, you know, tacos, hold the tortilla, and who doesn't want more supplies? Okay, local small businesses. Okay, local small businesses support these folks. A lot of these people in the service sector, again, the um, you know, an eatery, whatever it is. They've got people, they've got families, they've got people that um, are in this boat with us just as well. So if we can help support them, show them love, not only are we supporting what really is kind of like the foundation of the beautiful country that I live in, which is America, right? Small business built this country. Um, And I'm a huge supporter of small businesses, whether it's, look, I'm gonna give some shout outs to some people, okay? Um, Let me give a huge shout out to... um, um, a couple of people. So first off is going to be Low Carb USA. Um, they are a nonprofit. Um, they normally hold a live event where they bring speakers in, okay, to go ahead and talk on, vol- on multiple subjects in the low carb realm, okay. Um, obviously, the live event business right now, p- getting a bunch of people in a room or bunch of people in an auditorium or you know a, a stadium, whatever it is. That business right now is on like on life alert, okay? Like that business right now is almost out the window unless they're going 100% virtual support guys like that. Um, I have another friend by the name of, um, you know, Jennifer Kleiman. Um, she has um, a, uh, please listen to her um, interview here. We talk about her candy company. She makes um, candies that don't spike blood sugar. So if you have a sweet tooth and you need some resources, Please support her. I absolutely love that chick. Okay. Um, another uh, Miss Chiron. She's a personal life and health coach. Okay. Phenomenal. She's a type 2 diabetic, helps type 2 diabetics. I mean, there's just so many good people out there. Whether you're looking in the di- type 2 diabetic community, whether you're looking into your local community, whether you're looking at whatever. Okay. Even online. Sales, obviously Amazon's cool. Everyone's using Amazon. However, like what if there's a smaller outlet that might even give better pricing, help you save some money, but at the same time, you're also supporting someone else just like you and I. High five, okay? High bloody five. And then top number thing, number five is reaching out like you never have before. Um, These, uh, you know, this isolating time, it's kind of weird because... Um, when I was talking about, you know, Chris earlier, I haven't heard from Chris in forever. Um, probably since we graduated, you know, I'm kind of dating myself here, but that was over 20 years ago. Okay. So to have him reach out and say something is cool. Um, another really dear friend of mine, a chick that I totally love is my friend, 
Cynthia. Um, you know, growing up, super, super tight. And obviously, you know, we all become adults and we all have families. And just, you know, life takes us in different directions. Okay. Um, she, just like, you know, some of my best friends, like, you know, like Kevin and <clears throat> all these, a lot, so many people that when you see them, Mike McCain, it's almost like when you see them, it's almost like time stood still, right? There are these people that wherever you go in life, you're like, dude, I got you. I wish you nothing but the best. And I'm sure every single time I see you, like I'm gonna have a smile on my face and whatever that synergy was, whether you haven't seen them in five months, 35 years, whatever it is in between, it's almost like time stood still, right? Um, a good friend of mine, um, Cynthia reached out knowing that these times are kind of shaky, knowing whatever, just kind of reached out one day. It was like, hey, D, you know, you want to do a jump rope, jump rope thing? Um, I totally fell off because I got sick and no worries. Um, this morning, she messaged me on Instagram. Hey, man, you want to do a you know, 10K, um, you know, 10,000 step challenge? You know, like, dude, that's a real friend. Like, that's someone who's just like, yo, like. And what's weird is, is like, I didn't expect any of this. Another person, um, huge shouts out to uh, Nathan Samu and his wife, uh, Lauren Samu. Uh, my daughter had gotten sick and I had gotten sick. And he immediately reached out and let me know that they were praying for us and added us to their church's prayer group. Now, look, if you're not into prayer or anything like that, that's cool. Okay. Um, what if it's just another way of saying that they've got nothing but love and they're putting positive love and thinking and, you know, if you want to call it vibes or whatever in your direction, all good. I did not expect for them to be thinking about my family and myself like that out of nowhere. Okay. Um, I can't begin to tell you how much that meant to me, how how humbling that was that Somebody saw and thought of my children just that fast and took action on it. I can't begin to tell you just how much that meant to me. I can't put it into words. Like those are priceless people to me. Okay. The beautiful thing is, is that we can all do that. We can all do that. Chris reached out to me. He lost like 15 pounds in three days. I'm like, dude, you did all the work. You know what I'm saying? All I am is just some dude who probably read a couple of books, just like anyone else, watched a bunch of, you know, YouTube videos online, took little pieces, put them together, made it real simple, took like complex stuff and just took the, you know, one, two, three pieces out and stacked those pieces on top of each other to where basically it's so transparent, so whatever. And I'm not trying to be some cool guy again. I just share where I got it from. Like, I think we've all done that. If I could be really honest, I think we've all done that. So, and this could be different. You don't have to come at somebody with, hey, Diet this or whatever. What if we just reached out to another friend and simply just said, hey, man, how are you doing? Or what if we knew that we had, um, you know, issues with somebody and we try to make peace? You know, I, uh, there's a family member that unfortunately we'd had some issues um, and I'd reached out to him a couple of times. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, we're just on different pages. What's weird is I think that deep inside, I think that we know one way or another, that we both love each other, but there's just this weirdness. And even if I reach out, um, it's almost it's almost like there's no return. And we all have different reasoning. I'm not going to judge anyone, whatever the reasoning is. Um, 
And I'm not going to stop loving that person. And what if you reached out to somebody? Or what if somebody reached out to you and what if we just gave them a shoulder to cry on when times are tough? What if we just checked in on them and said, hey, I haven't, I haven't talked to you in a minute, man. How are you doing? You holding good? Right? Um, huge shout, Speaking of good, huge shouts out to Brian Good because he was one of the first people also that reached out to me um, in these times and Sergio, Sergio Negretti. Um, just beautiful people, man. And I wouldn't be where I'm at today, probably if it wasn't for the people around me. And I think you might be in the same place too, right? We all have this wonderful heart. We all have this wonderful mind. We all have, regardless of how trying things might be, we probably have, there's always someone out there in the world who probably has it 10 times worse than us. So how and why we're in this position, only God knows. However, I think that a big part of it is also some of the people that we have around us. And the second that inkling clicks inside of us and we realize that, man, we could be that same person to somebody else, whether we're just shooting them a text. I'm a big believer in that sometimes holding the door open for someone like the next person in the door and looking them in the eye, maybe just a small smile just might be that catalyst that can change someone else's day. Being someone, that one person to say, hey, man, how are you doing? Next thing you know, you go down this really weird rabbit hole and someone has an outlet where they can maybe just share something that's been inside of them forever. And we can't put a value on that. Like, that's priceless. And you, my beloved friend, have that within you. You are that person. You are that catalyst. All right? So my heart's with you. I love you. Thank you for listening, by the way. Um, If there's anything that I can ever do to uh you know support you um again i have new content coming out um sorry i've been off again bad habits right um i didn't expect to be out i was really out for like sick for like two weeks but again because this whole it's so easy to slip into bad habits next thing you know it's thursday and i haven't posted a podcast when i'm supposed to be doing it every tuesday and thursday and uh that's my fault you know so again small things get right back in the thing groove of things um, no more of that. I love you. Have an awesome day. Go crush. And if any of this was you know, good for you, uh, please be sure to subscribe and then share with someone in and around you. Um, you know, and then that way, you know, if we can just spread the love, I think we'll all be that much better for it. All right. I have no problem working for you. I love you. My heart's with you until the next time later.